this is an open invitation for anybody that would like to have a video chat uh, based on the following quotation from Vygotsky, where he suggests that a better understanding of child psychology is possible, quote, only if we radically change our representation of child development to take into account that it is a complex dialectical process that is characterized by a complex periodicity, disproportion in the development of separate functions, metamorphoses or qualitative transformation of certain forms into others, a complex merging of the processes of evolution and involution, a complex crossing of external and internal factors, a complex process of overcoming difficulties and adapting. This is from volume four, Collected Works, 1997, Lenham Press. This passage seems packed with information and I'm here to learn. Thanks. Okay, Anthony has asked me to explain this very dense passage from uh, Vygotsky's work on the genesis of uh, higher mental functions. He's explaining in one or two very long sentences his overall theory of how we understand child development. So it's overly dense. So I'll just go through it um, line by line. He says, the problem that confronts psychology is to detect the true uniqueness of child behavior. Now, Vygotsky's use of this term uniqueness has um, puzzled people in the past. He means what's distinctive about child development as opposed to development of an adult or any other kind of development. It's specific character. The uniqueness of child development in all the fullness and richness of its actual expression. So he's really saying to the reader, look, look at how it happens. Uh, forget schemas, but let's look at the way it expresses itself. He says to present a positive picture of the child personality. He says positive because the previous paragraph he explains uh, the view that of in a mainstream child psychology which sees that children at a certain stage lack certain faculties. Oh, you know, he's not yet able to do this and he doesn't understand that yet, but that will come later. So you see the uh, traditional view is to see the child is like an adult that's smaller and lacks certain skills that they will acquire over time. Where as Bogotsky sees it, sees the child as at every stage an achievement. You know, you start off with nothing from the cultural point of view, which is the higher mental functions, uh, psychological functions, acquired from culture. So when the child's born, they have nothing. So the positive picture is how the child acquires this and that uh, faculty, how they overcome this barrier, succeed in doing this, which was previously impossible. So the, the, the development of a child is this continual, wonderful uh, 
building an achievement. So it's a positive picture. He says, but the positive picture is possible only if we radically change our representation of child development and take into account that it is a complex dialectical process. Now I have to say the words, certainly the word dialectical is a word I generally choose not to use because it kind of says, I'm a clever person and you're not because I see things as dialectical and you don't know what that means, right? The, the term dialectical, insofar as it's a sensible term, encompasses such a wide range of ideas that um, it's really just a general indication, right? Doesn't, to me, convey very much. If someone says, oh, this is dialectical, I'll say, what do you mean? And I say, oh, it's not linear. Oh, yeah, okay, what does it mean? What does that mean? So, oh, it just emerges gradually or something. In actual fact, when you probe people, people don't have any definite meaning for the term dialectical. That's okay. Vygotsky was a genius and we'll give him, uh, we'll give him that leeway to use the word dialectical. I never use the word complex in my writing either because the world is complex. Everything is complex. Um, the, the, what's brilliant about Vygotsky actually is how he reduces complex problems to simple ones. But, but sure, the child was a complex process. It's not a simple one. It's not just a child getting bigger and adding more skills as he goes. Much, much more to the story than that. He says, that is the, it's a process characterized by a complex periodicity. Now, this uh, question of periodicity is really central to all uh, understanding of development, you know, like historical development, social development, psychological development uh, in this current, if you like, the current from Hegel, Marx, Vygotsky and so on. What it means is that development takes place by passing through a series of stages. So development isn't just having a little bit more of something all the time until you've got a lot of it. It's uh, passing through, in the, relevant to childhood, being a newborn, being an infant, being a toddler, being uh, a preschool child, being a primary school to, uh, child, being a teenager, being a young adult. Each of these um, is a specific period of development that is characterized by different expectations from the people around the child who treat the child differently yeah? and the child's mode of operating, mode of life is distinctly different and moving from one of those roles, those concepts to another is a distinct change. It's a transition. It's not just a gradual process. So that's periodicity like in the, the uh, orthodox Marxist tradition, you talk about um, perhaps uh, primitive society, feudal society, capitalism or bourgeois society, and socialism as stages of human development in this history. Okay? Disproportion, complex periodicity, disproportion in the development of separate functions. So what this means, um, for instance, in learning to speak, it's not as if a child learns you know, one word when they're you know, one month, month old, there's a couple more words when they're two months old and so on and so on until suddenly 
well, they've got a big vocabulary. No, of course not. The child doesn't learn any words at all for a certain period of time. And then they get a couple and all of a sudden they're learning words and words and words every day, right? It, it, it happens in this uh, sudden way. And then at another time, okay, the child's speaking, but funny thing is they can't control their own desires. Now you've only got to offer the child a reward and they'll do what you want them to. But at a later stage, you offer them a reward. They say, no, no, I'm not interested in that. This is what I do. Don't try and tempt me into doing something, right? So at different stages, one or another function goes through gradual or rapid development. So the, 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 the level of development of the separate functions is not the same. The child may be well-developed in one respect and very backward in another relative to the adult, right? Because development doesn't happen all in a big smooth thing, but it's first one function develops, then another function develops, then a different function develops. So there's disproportion, yeah? Not all the separate psychological functions are at an equal level of development. And they're not all developing at the same rate. At certain periods, a certain function goes through a rapid development. At another time, the same function is developing only gradually. And separate functions. You see, Vygotsky always deals with development processes uh, with a bit of a microscope. In his study of human development, for example, um, he looks at the development of uh, always separate functions like what's the path of development of memory? What's the path of development of self-control, right? So it's not just like there's a mind with all its function that gets better and better. You've got to look at the separate functions within the psychological complex and look at its development separately, thereby see the disproportion and therefore which function has to play the leading role where another role function has to take a subordinate role. Continuing, he talks about metamorphoses or qualitative transformations. As I've said, it's not just adding a little bit, adding a little bit. You have a development of a certain time and all of a sudden, vroomf, complete change. Everyone that's watched a child develop develop will be aware of these sudden leaps in development. So qualitative transformation of certain forms into other others. So when the qualitative transformation takes place, it's when a, a toddler suddenly becomes a, a preschool child. You know, the, the, they're like the whole way of working is different. Not just getting bigger. Um, it's a different form of life. They relate to people differently. Their desires are different. Yeah? Um, a complex merging of the processes of evolution and involution. Evolution, we know what that means. It means uh, getting more and more sophisticated. Yeah? Involution, I think, then must refer to the integration of functions. Right? So you can develop uh, a memory and you can develop thinking like a separate processes, right? But it's when the thinking and memory merge into a single process uh, is another kind of development. A complex 
crossing of external and internal factors. That's to say that development isn't simply a molding uh, of the child by external factors. And nor is it uh, an autonomous process of growing, just like uh, you, know, uh, you, you plant a, I can't think of any process which is governed only by internal factors, you know, just like uh, an organic kind of thing in the child as an organism just grows and grows like a natural being. Um, it's always an interaction between environmental factors and uh, impulses, capabilities, uh, organic or biological forces within the child that interact with one another. Okay. A complex process of overcoming difficulties and adapting. So this is really, uh, it's not, this is not just an add on at the end. This is a key process. Um, we all, not only children, we learn by overcoming difficulties. Now, the child comes across difficulties principally because they, they discover the limits of the way they're being supported, right? Like the, the child that's kept in a, a playpen to keep them safe. And so they've got something to hang on to, right? Nice, safe, easy space for a child. Suddenly that playpen becomes a barrier and they're, they're looking at ways to climb out of it. That's a really simplistic um, answer. Um, the thing is, for example, with the, the question of reward and punish, the, the, the child um, um, has a difficulty that the, the mother can see through him so transparent, the child so transparently. Um, and the process of being able to resist the, the mother's temptations, being able to keep, uh, not to be like an open book, but to be able to think things through without being transparent. These are difficulties that the child confronts in the process of getting to be an adult. So that's how the full range of psychological functions required by the child because they, the lack of them presents the child with, with problems that have to be overcome, which presupposes the child is aware of them as a limitation because the same setup can be a benefit enjoyed by the child, which later becomes a barrier to their further development because they're still being treated like an infant or they're still being treated like a teenager when they want to see themselves as a young adult. So at every stage, what the surrounding is doing to help a child later becomes a barrier to them developing and they develop by overcoming that barrier. Okay. That's, a, that's just really in two sentences, a summary of Vygotsky's whole theory of child development. Um, but the thing is to read the whole book and he explains all these phrases uh, in a somewhat more leisurely way. Okay.